Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in, being a part of our True Form Life community, whether this is your first time you're tuning in or if you're a longtime listener, we certainly wouldn't be here without you. You may be listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. Regardless, we so much appreciate your time coming in to see what we have this week. Today, I'm talking about salads. I know this could be a boring subject for a lot of people, but I am going to argue the point that it's not boring. It can be interesting. It can be exciting, deliciously tasty without question. And I'm going to even teach you how to turn a salad into a meal. So you're not having side salads or you're not having a salad, which some of my friends call rabbit food. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. And I'm going to teach you how to create an entire meal out of a salad so you're not hungry immediately after you eat it. I'll even tell you why you're going to be hungry, why some people are hungry after just a salad. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, let's get into this salad topic. And I got to say, like I mentioned in the introduction, there's a lot of people that are like snoozer. (laughs) Or maybe they even flip through this show because of the title. And because we're talking about salads, but I got to tell you, salads can be very interesting. They can be exciting and they are incredibly nutritious. And I got to tell you, one of the biggest issues is the digestion questions we get in on a regular basis. That comes from not getting the nutrients you need, including fiber and improved digestion from these different types of ingredients, if you will, that we're going to talk about today. So I guess the first thing that we should realize and understand is that when you put something like a salad into your body, this is called an easy to digest food. And the only reason I'm trying to simplify it at this point is because so many people don't understand what an easy to digest food is. They don't know what it is or how to create it or that each time you eat hard to digest foods, your body takes a lot of stress, takes a lot of energy, time, effort to digest these different types of foods that our body doesn't really recognize, they don't absorb, they certainly don't utilize, and they don't burn it into energy. And that's the reason why we used to eat food. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't eat food for those same same reasons. I mean, most of us, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm talking about North America here, but in other parts of the world, there are people starving or people that don't have food without question. But in North America, there's a good majority of people, they don't eat for survival anymore. You don't eat because it's it's a necessity. We eat for other reasons. We eat for emotions. We eat because it's a habit. We eat because we're depressed. I suppose that goes back to emotions. But we don't 
eat for fuel. We don't eat for energy. But when our grandparents used to work on the farms, for example, they would go in and have lunch or have breakfast or go in and have an early dinner and then go back and work on the field because they needed fuel in their body so they can continue working on the farms. Now, we don't live that lifestyle anymore. We work in front of a computer. <laughs> for most of us, in most cases, we're sitting in front of a computer and that's where most of our days are spent so we're not exerting the calories that we used to, which is why we have to put different foods in our body. Back in the day, our grandparents could probably just about anything. I know my grandma used to make whipped butter or they used the lard and they ate all kinds. My grandma grew up in the Depression and, and she had all kinds of recipes of foods I don't even want to talk about. But I'm telling you that they knew how to survive. They knew how to eat what you had to eat to get by. However, we don't live in that world anymore. We live in a completely different world. We live with microwaves. We live a very pampered life. You can go through a drive through and get just about anything you want. In today's day and age, you can order on your phone and someone's going to bring it to your door and it's going to be whatever you want. You don't have to get by or you don't have to struggle when it comes to food. And don't, and don't get me wrong. I don't want to feel, sound insensitive here. I know there's a lot of people that are struggling out there and food is an issue. People struggle to put food on the table and that's a, a real problem in this world. And I hope to do something about that is in the near future we actually one year we raised turkey dinners it was one of my goals to raise a hundred turkey di dinners for local families and we failed <laughs> but i'm not i'm not sad with but the failure like, we did a really good job it was chaos it we de we basically donated or dedicated our whole christmas holiday it took weeks to drive around and pick up these these different food items people would deliver um donate money so we would go to the grocery store and we would buy the items and we put together food boxes it wasn't just turkey it was turkey dinners and we put together uh, whole boxes for families and then we delivered took, took a couple of weeks to deliver so and we i said we failed we got to i think we got to about 74 and i want to get to 100 at some point and that's just the beginning i want to i want to feed the world i don't <laughs> I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that i don't want like i really it's really hard for me to see when people are are hungry or, or starving or struggle to put food on their on the table and it's emotional <laughs> a bit for me which is why i'm it's difficult to talk about but that's something that i'm passionate about and that's something that we'll work towards in the future so like i said i don't, I don't want to sound insensitive about that but what i'm saying here is that we have a very different world we don't live in the world we used to and in most cases we have more than enough food we have so much food we throw it in the trash or i couldn't imagine the f food waste that grocery stores or restaurants go through it's it's endless really so the reason why i wanted to mention that is because we have to change our mindset when it comes to food when it comes to food we have to eat to nourish our mind and body see what i did there exploring mind and body <laughs> so but it, it's true the fact of the matter is we have to eat to nourish our body we have to eat to improve our, our digestion to give us ourselves energy throughout the day and we just simply don't do that we don't do that we don't think about it we don't consider it we don't realize how much food plays into our emotions into our energy into our healing i believe food heals food cures and food prevents and i'm talking about real food it always stumps me a bit when someone's like, they have like this big giant plate of fries and deep fried food, greasy foods. And they're like, oh, I just love food. I'm like, that's not food. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's a whole lot of 
saturated fats and hydrogenated oils. That's what it is. It's not food. <laughs> Don't tell me you love food. Because if you love food, then you would garden. You know that the love of food starts from gardening. I can remember my earliest days with my grandma in her backyard. She would work in the garden day in and day out. Like when, as soon as it was possible to, to plant food, she was planting food and she would go right up until frost. And she would, she loved the garden. She lived in the garden. And that was the food I grew up with. And I think many of you did as well. But the thing is, is when you plant a seed and you weed around the plant that's growing and you water that that plant, you water that seed, it turns into a plant and then you harvest it. You put it on your plate, you put it in a salad bowl. It means so much more. It really does. And I feel like there's such a wide disconnect in this world of where food comes from, what food actually tastes like. And I know there's a lot of you know what I'm talking about. And I'm sure there's a good number of you that are like, this guy's crazy. But what I'm saying is when you go to the grocery store and you taste a carrot, it doesn't taste like a carrot. Like, wh like what is this? This is an orange, crunchy thing. Like, I, I probably wouldn't even be able to tell if it was a carrot if it came from the grocery store. But then go to a farmer's market or go to your own backyard and pull out a carrot and then rinse it off in the water barrel and take a bite out of that. It's a completely different food. It's been treated different. It's been nourished different. It's probably a different seed. And that's the difference when you go, when you grow your own food or you go to a farmer's market, and you know where the food's coming from. So when it comes to creating salads, I want you to understand that maybe we need a different mindset or maybe we need to change our mindset just a little bit when it comes to eating salads, because I know there's a lot of people out there that are like salads are boring. I'm always hungry after a salad. Who wants to eat rabbit food? And I got to tell you, you can change the salad, your whole salad experience. But the very first thing we have to start with is our mind. We have to believe that it's okay to have a salad as a meal. And maybe the first step is it's okay to have salad at all. <laughs> then it's okay to have salad on a regular basis. So maybe a side salad with your steak and potatoes or whatever you're having. And then maybe we can tra transition into understanding that a whole giant, we call them monster salads, can be a meal. And I'm telling you, if you create your meals properly, your salads properly, it can be a whole meal and it's going to it's going to stuff you like you're going to be stuffed. I got to shout out Sweet Greens here in New York City because we go there every once we go there once a year around Christmas time, sometimes a little before, and we absolutely love New York City. It's, it's magical without question. Um our hearts and minds go out to those that are struggling with everything that is going on in the world. It was definitely more challenging in New York with all the people. But I mean, it's it's like that all over. It's challenging in LA too because of all the people. But at any rate, it's definitely concern a concern that I thought I'd I'd mention. But we actually absolutely love New York City. One of the places that we go to is called Sweet Greens, and it is so good. It the whole back wall is filled with every kind of green you can think of, and eat every kind of salad, arugula, spinach, kale, you name it. And they make these different bowls. And if you're listening to this and you're in New York or if you have been to New York and you know what I'm talking about, let, let me know on Instagram. That's at Drew Tadia. Just, just shoot a little message or tag me on your story because I would love to hear how much you love sweet greens. And I'm sure it's not. I know it's not just in New York, but that's the only place. Definitely not on the West Coast. It's not in L.A. I've never seen in Arizona any place like that or they haven't even seen in Oregon like I drove all up and down that whole trail and actually drove across the country at one point but that's for another story and it's just amazing what they do their creations I'm like this is so good I want to take this idea and, and bring it somewhere else but then I'm like 
no, no, don't get into the restaurant industry. <laughs> it's bad news. It's so bad. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I have some friends that are restaurant owners and they, they are incredible chefs and they're incredible business people. But the indus- the restaurant industry is not something that I'm going to get into anytime soon. So that was just a quick mention about sweet greens. If you're in the area, if you hear about sweet greens, stop by because their salads are amazing. Okay, so when it comes to the salad in general, we have different things that we can put in the salad. You could even call them fillers if you want. So our base, or maybe that's called a base, our base, instead of iceberg lettuce or romaine lettuce, which has very little nutrients, I would suggest putting kale, like chopping up kale and or spinach. It's really nice if you combine the two. And I got to tell you, there's this farmer's market in Hermosa Beach, Los Angeles, that we absolutely love. We go there every week. And there's this little, this this gentleman farmer, and he's so polite. He's always cleaning his vegetables and spraying his vegetables. And he gives us a big head. This is his, not just us, this is his sale or his, what his offer is, a big head of cauliflower. Then you get could get like a whole bunch of carrots. And then we get kale and or spinach. So you can get three of these giant bunches of food for five bucks. Five bucks, you can't even come close to that at the grocery store. And then the food isn't even comparable. You can't even come close to the food flavor and taste, crispness. I, if I grab, if I miss the market or if they sell out at the market, and I go to the grocery store and I grab a head of lettuce, that lettuce or kale, or probably kale more than spinach. Spinach is tough to find at the grocery store as well. But if you put that in the fridge, it lasts about three or four days. If I put, if I go to the farmer's market and I put a fresh thing of kale, like a fresh bunch of kale in the fridge, that'll last seven or eight days. That's the difference of freshness though, because you're going to the grocery store and who knows when it's been picked or what chemicals they put on it to try to preserve it so it doesn't die as soon as it gets to the grocery store or because it's been transported in trucks for who knows how many hours or days or weeks. And then you get an actual fresh piece of vegetable. It's amazing, especially greens when I'm talking about here. So I would encourage you to visit your local farmer's markets if you have that opportunity. And especially in the summertime, like summertime, our farmers need our support, especially now than, than ever, more now than ever. And the food is amazing. It tastes so good. And I, and I think that a lot of times people are like, oh, it's too expensive to go to the farmer's market. But I would argue that in many cases, it's cheaper. Like you could find better deals. You can sometimes you can barter or negotiate with the farmer. I don't do that because I'm happy to pay the farmer their wages. But um, you can definitely find good deals at farmers markets especially here's a little tip for you you could go at the end of farmers markets i've done this a couple times but only when you want bulk so there's a sometimes farmers will hang out there and if they'll offer bigger bags for cheaper because they want to they don't want to bring all their food back to their farm that's a little tip for you so when it comes to the salads i like that combination i like the combination of Spinach and kale, they're both full, like tons of nutrients, phytonutrients. These are things that fill our cells up. They give us energy, tons of antioxidants, fighting free radicals. And I talked about free radicals and and antioxidants in the past, so I won't get into that in too much detail, but that's the base of your salad. So again, instead of like a lettuce, an iceberg lettuce or a romaine lettuce, which is nice and crunchy and crisp and fresh sometimes, I would go to more leafy greens. So look to your, and you know, I know it's like it's summertime here. It's, 
at least the time of this recording. I'm not sure when you might be able to listen to this at a later time, but there's all kinds of greens. For example, like a really like arugula. That's nice. Gives it a little kick. You can throw in some Swiss chard if you like, like the Swiss chard leaves. I just chop them up really tiny and throw them all in there together. And you can't like, I don't love Swiss chard, but I know there's health benefits and I like the greens and I like a different flavor. So you could throw that in there and you can hardly taste the difference. It just tastes green. And I like to taste the green. So that's your base. You have your spinach, then you have your kale, and then you could throw in a few other things if you like. But but again, that's just the base. That's the basics. From there, we move on to, we want to turn this salad into a meal. So when it comes to a meal, you need all the four macronutrients. So you need a slow digesting carb. You need, you have your greens, antioxidants, and fiber. That's one category. You have your protein, which is a category. And then you have your healthy fats, another category. So that's four in total. We want to have all of our macronutrients in this one salad to make it a complete meal. So if you look at the spinach and the kale, that's your antioxidant slash fiber category. We want to take that to the next level. We want to make this a meal so you're not going to be hungry five minutes after you eat. And that's why when people have salads, they usually have like just some leaves in there, maybe some cucumbers and possibly tomatoes. That's it. That's what they throw in there. They eat that and then they basically swallow it whole. I've seen people do this. And then in 20 minutes, they're like, oh, I'm starving. Like I didn't even eat anything. And I would say, you're correct. You didn't eat anything. You could have turned it into a whole salad. So pay attention to this show. Here's the link. (laughs) Okay. So what we want to do to create this whole salad, it's called a monster salad, is we're going to add a slow digesting carb. And I got to tell you, like, go on the Sweet Greens website. And I don't work for them. I'm not an ambassador in any way. (laughs) I just think they do a great job of creating a nice restaurant salad. There's other companies that do, but these guys specialize in it. But if you want to go and look at different combinations, I'm sure you could find recipes on their website. I I haven't been, but just throwing that out there for you. But I could, you could throw on their sweet potatoes, for example. Sweet potatoes are really nice, chopped up and seasoned. You throw them on the barbecue when they're cooked and cooled a little bit. They'll make not too hot because it'll wilt your salad or your greens then you throw those sweet potatoes on the on the monster salad as your slow digesting carbs if that's too much of a stretch for you quinoa goes really nice on a salad it's actually perfect quinoa is a slow digesting carb it's also a complete protein so you get all the essential amino acids you would find in a meat protein for example quinoa is an absolute superfood without question so you'll get your slow digesting carb and protein if you throw your cooked quinoa on your salad so that's how you get your that's how you get your com- your complex carbs and your antioxidants in in the whole meal that we're talking about here. From there, you can sprinkle some hemp seeds. You can throw sunflower seeds, chia seeds. Although I like or prefer chia seeds soaked, they help with digestion as well. There's antioxidants. There's fiber. There's tons of stuff in in chia seeds. But look to pumpkin seeds for iron. You could throw in your hemp seeds, another complete protein and healthy fats. So if you take, for example, if you take your quinoa and your hemp seeds, those are both complete proteins and healthy fats. So you get more bang for your buck right there. You get your protein and you get your um, you get your healthy fat. So you don't have to worry about throwing slices of chicken or steak or fish or shrimp on your salad. 
And of course, those are options, which is a nice segue into getting your protein in there. So one of our macronutrients is protein, of course. I am eat highly plant-based. I very rarely eat meat, maybe once or twice a month. And that's usually because I want something different or because we're out at a restaurant or visiting friends and family. So you can get all the protein you need without the meat. However, there's tons of people out there that feel like they have to have a meat in their meal, which is perfectly okay. So all you have to do is throw some chicken on the barbecue, throw some steak. I would look at fish first, then chicken. Steak is kind of at, my, at the bottom of the list, which is difficult to say because I grew up in Alberta and Alberta beef is what a big industry is. <laughs> but I, I'm talking about health here and digestion. And I don't think anyone could dispute the digestion issues or uh, obstacles, if, if you will, that that red meat can bring and don't get me wrong if if you like we have we have farmer friends and we have people in the community i have family members i'm not telling you not to eat it consider where it comes from buy your meat locally when you can try to find it like usually if it's locally from a local farmer there's i'm hoping there's not antibiotics and hormones i don't know i'm not claiming that don't get crazy and send me messages <laughs> i've had that in the past all i'm saying is that support local find local farmers friends many times you can buy a whole cow and you split it up between a few people and, and i know this is a, a there's going to be a lot of plant-based people that are listening to this and they're like what are you talking about that's what happens <laughs> people do these kind of things and so then understand that you don't need like a huge, you don't need a 12 ounce steak on top of your salad because it's going to negate all the benefits from your salad and all the energy and all the digestion. You can get just like chop up four ounces. That's all you need. Two to four ounces. Get a little taste. Get a little meat in your body. If a little flavor in your mouth, if that's what you need. And then move on. You don't have to have that as your main staple in your meal, especially when it comes to the salad. Because our goal here is to be have some better digestion, improve digestion, increase energy, feel better about yourself. You know what it's like. We've all been there. I used to, like I said, I grew up in Alberta. I used to eat steak and that doesn't, ma didn't matter like what it was like. If you could have a bowl of like a giant bowl of pasta, we don't feel energized after these types of meals. It's hard on our digestion. It slows our body down. We're not excited. We're not jumping around. We're laying on the couch and watching a movie and falling asleep because you not don't feel like moving. If you have something like a salad, it's, it is energizing because it's easy to digest on our body. It makes you feel good. It gives you confidence. And it also leads you towards more healthier options. So there's tons of health benefits excuse me there's tons of health benefits when it comes to a salad not just nutrient wise it's a whole lifestyle thing we're talking about okay so back to the salad here now we have our protein so we you could have barbecued some chicken you could have barbecued some fish and slice that up and put it in the salad even shrimp goes really well really nice in the salad so you have your salad you have your greens for antioxidants you have your chicken you have your beef you have your whatever you need for the protein category or you have your quinoa hemp seeds complete proteins it gives you more than enough protein you don't have to have a meat that's also your complex carbs or sweet potatoes like we talked about and then we can go back for our fats healthy fats fats i really like sliced up avocado one of my favorite things on the salad and that's really going to help you get the healthy fats you need and then you could have also through those seeds we talked about sunflower seeds pumpkin seeds uh, hemp seeds chia seeds you can sprinkle that on top of your salad that's going to get you the proteins or the sorry well proteins as well but mainly the fats that you're looking for 
to improve your health or to make this a whole complete meal. So, and that's just the, there's so many things that you can do. I always put garlic in just about every salad. I chop up garlic really fine. Garlic has tons of health benefits. It gives a nice little flavor. One of our family recipes. Okay. Okay. Well, let me take a step back here. When you make this complete meal, you make this beautiful, delicious, complete meal. Please don't drench it or marinate it in these toxic, low quality, cheap salad dressings that you soak on it. Please don't do that because you're like we go through all this effort. Maybe we grow our own food or we go to the grocery store or hopefully the farmer's market and you chop up this delicious food and then you mix it all together in a bowl and your body cannot wait to reap the benefits and then you marinate it in these horrible toxic salad dressings. Just look at the back of that container. If you have 7, 15, 25, 400 different ingredients in your salad dressing, you should not consume it. I would say throw them in the garbage. Go in your fridge right now. The ones that are expired, throw them away. The one that, and I rarely say this, I usually say go and put, replace it with something cleaner or buy more, like use up what you have and buy more. But when it comes to salad dressings, they're so toxic and they're usually like two to five dollars. So you're not going to be missing out on a whole lot if you throw them in the trash, like I'm recommending right now. <laughs> okay, so one of our favorite recipes, our family recipe is that I grew up with is you, so you have your salad and, and I would say throw your quinoa on after you put the dressing in and probably your sweet potatoes, your carb, for example, because the quinoa soaks up the dressing and you have to put more on and it kind of becomes a bit of an issue. So it's fine if you do it, at, if you dress first and then throw your quinoa on, that's perfectly okay. So uh, we have vinegar, like a nice vinegar, like a balsamic vinegar or red wine vinegar. And then we put on an oil, like an olive oil, a good quality olive oil because olive oil, excuse me, olive oil industry is crazy. Don't buy oils that are have clear bottles. Don't buy vegetable oils like Crisco. Those are rancid. They have toxic, they're toxic before they even open. So you have to buy an olive oil that is in a dark container. I would probably recommend buying an avocado oil instead. And then from there, all I do is sprinkle on some Himalayan salt and some, we got some black pepper, fresh black pepper from Sri Lanka when we were there. A friend gave us this huge giant box. We actually gave some out as gifts, but so from fresh Sri Lankan homegrown black pepper, that's, I know that's a bit extreme for some people, but get yourself some black pepper and then you mix that all together and that's it. I mean, that's how you have your meal. And I got to tell you, my mouth is watering. I hope I gave you some ideas and maybe changed some of your mindset or perspective here, but that's just the very beginning. I really like roasted cauliflower on top of your salad. Oh, boiled eggs is really nice. That's something that we do, we do to change things up. You can boil an egg and slice it up and put that on top of your, I really like mustard. My, um, I'm a mustard fan. <laughs> you can find mustard that is actually clean as well, clean ingredients. So I like to put mustard on my eggs, my hard boiled eggs and eat it with the salad. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds crazy. It makes me laugh though. And then uh, Dorothy really likes to put hummus on her salad. So hummus is chickpeas. So you can look at your slow carb there as well. And you can put a, like a little blob of, of hummus. Doesn't sound delicious, but you put a little spoon of hummus on the side of your salad. You could choose to mix that all in together. You can choose to dip it in your hummus or, you know, eat a little bit of this, eat a little bit of that. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But what, the reason I brought this up is because in our true form fitness, family it's a membership group is that we are doing a theme week we, every week we do a new theme week and this theme week is about, all about salads and i'm really hoping that 
regardless of where anyone is in life, I'm hoping that our group members will give this a try. Well, I know, I know a good majority of them will. I'm hoping that you guys will give them a try. I hope that you have opened your mindset a little bit, or if you're already a regular salad eater, that this gave you some new ideas and new suggestions on how to make your salad complete, make it a complete meal with all the macronutrients. So you're not hungry, so you get all the healing benefits, so you get some energy. And remember that it's important to eat these types of foods so it can help improve digestion as well. Our bodies work so hard, like day in and day out. They're always working. They're always putting in the effort that we need to live, to get by every single day. And I think sometimes they need a little bit of help. That's it. Like sometimes they need some help. And this is one of the ways that we can make a difference in our lives. We can help our digestion. We can help our bodies. We can fuel our bodies and have that different mindset that, that I talked about instead of thinking of salad as a side salad or rabbit food or something that no one really eats. I got a funny quick story is that I went to the, uh, my, my friends grew up in, uh, they work downtown. They work as engineers and steak and potatoes and beers. That's a regular thing for them. So when I go out, they used to give me a hard time. It's kind of stopped now, but I ordered this big salad and they ordered steak sandwich and whatever else, roast beef, this, and which is fine. Like to each their own. But my story here is that they used to give me a hard time. And this time when my salad came, I had like, it's like a stir fry slash salad. It was really nice. It was a beautiful dish. They did a great job, which is often hard to find at, at like pub type of places. Anyways, a couple of the guys looked over and they looked, they looked over at my food and they looked over at their food. Then they looked over at my food and then they're like, man, I one of them said, one of them said, I should have got that. And the other guy said, I should have let you order for me, <laughs> which is funny because, you know, like we are, we live in different worlds and even though we're good friends and we have been for years, like we have different mindsets. And when you go to the restaurant, you usually order something that's similar to what you always order. And then when you see something different, you're like, uh, I probably should have had that. And I'm sure they also knew that I was going to feel much better with my hot lemon water. And my, that's what I have when I go to restaurants. I ordered hot lemon water and I had a nice salad slash stir fry. And they, then you look across and there's beers and, and steaks and French fries. Like that's going to be a whole lot. It's going to be a very different experience in the next hour, couple hours after that. I told them, I said, I'm working till nine o'clock tonight. I know you guys are off at five or six, but I work for myself. <laughs> it doesn't stop once I leave this restaurant. That's what I have for you. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being a part of our True Form family, our, our listeners, our, our viewers, everything that you do to, to be with us, to support us, to contribute. We wouldn't be here without you. Um, all details are, more details are at exploringmindandbody.com. That's where you can find all past shows. You can also head over to trueformlife.com. This is our main website, if you will. This is where we have our fitness routines. These were, this is where we have our products. If you have any questions about anything that we do, send us a message. Facebook.com slash trueformlife is a great place to find us or at Instagram.com slash Drew Tadia. And there's a very good chance that one of us, I'm going to answer you, Dorothy's going to answer you, or we have a, a newer assistant that is awesome. I'm so grateful that we found him so far. So uh, we'll definitely get back to you. And if we can help out at all, that's what we're here for. So once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tech, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.